Happy Sunday, Tampa Bay. We're with you for another week here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show to talk about the Tampa Bay real estate market like we are every Sunday at 10 a.m. My normal co-host, Josh Goodwin from Goodwin Mortgage Group, uh, is not going to be with me today. But you guys get to hear me dish all the real estate knowledge by myself, answer questions, uh, and talk so much about everything going on in Tampa Bay real estate. It is, is actually a really crazy market because of how different it is than past markets and past experiences because of low inventory, but high interest rates and then inflationary concerns. It's like all these things combining to make it a really, really unique real estate market. When we aren't on air, make sure to follow us on all of our socials. We are at The Duncan Duo, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook. So whenever we aren't on air and you want to stay up to date on what's going on in real estate, uh, make sure to hit us at The Duncan Duo on any of our social channels. So if you haven't paid attention to anything I do online or any of the announcements, uh, major announcement, breaking news. Um, after 14 years with another company, um, I have decided to take my team to LPT Realty. Um, so I had been with Remax for 14 years. It was a great run. I love so much about the company. I'm very grateful for the experience. Uh, they're a great brand. It just got to the point for me where it was time for something new. And I read a book recently called Change or Die. And um, it, it was it was a subtle reminder to me about how I had gotten complacent with my business. I had kind of gotten into comfort uh, and and I think truly sometimes comfort is approaching poverty. You know, if you get too comfortable, uh, then are you really making the best decisions? You know, are you really thinking for the best benefit of your people and and your community and your clients? So, I had been seeking out and and thinking about different models and and came across LPT and and I want to give you guys a little bit of the background about why LPT, um, simply because you guys have listened to me for so long on this show. And you're probably wondering, wow, that's a major change. You've been with the same company for for so long. And a lot of people don't even know the the, the franchise that we were a part of or um, just because we really brand ourselves as the Duncan Duo team. So it's almost synonymous because we brand ourselves so well. A lot of times people didn't even know that we had been with a, a different company. So I apologize if you don't know that, but but uh, we're excited about the the um, you know the the joining of LPT Realty and being a part of what they're doing. And so the the reasons that really kind of spoke to me about why um, I wanted to take my team and be a part of what they were doing. Uh, the first one was the model. And so a lot of real estate companies have kind of kept this, things the same for a really long time. There have been these new, exciting models that are kind of cloud-based companies, uh, very tech-savvy with a lot of you know unique things. And and so, in real estate sales, you know, one of the things I've realized over the years is that um, you know I, I've obviously built a retirement, and you know I'm 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 wealthy, and I, and I've been doing this a long time, so I've made good investments. But a lot of real estate agents have absolutely nothing. At the end of their uh, real estate career, they they don't sell houses. They don't have any money after that. There's no 401k. They're independent contractors. And so I was looking for a model that would provide people that work for me or work for a company uh, some sort of solution for income in retirement. And that was something that I loved about LPT's model was the ability for agents to uh, not just earn uh, income after they're done selling real estate, but also to earn 
a stake in the mothership of the company. Um, a, a lot of companies in the past that were very traditional, you know, had gone IPO and they'd gone public and, and their people really didn't get to participate in that. They didn't really view their people and the owners of their companies and their agents. They didn't view them as partners. So I wanted a, a solution where a, a bigger company viewed, um, you know, the agents on more of a partner level. So that model really spoke to me. I'm super excited about it because it's a, it's a fast growing company, which is, you know, kind of my second point is the growth trajectory of the company. I wanted to be a part of a company that was growing because I think there's excitement in that. I think that that means that they're going to change. They're going to evolve. They're going to disrupt the market, which I think that they're doing um, at LPT. They have grown from zero to 5,000 agents uh, in just a handful of states in, in a year with a plan to, um, you know, to massively grow nationally. And I obviously am going to, you know, f- you know, be at the forefront of a lot of that with friends I have all over the country that I think will look at this model and say, this is a no brainer. I think the third thing is the um, the, the tools that my that my agents uh, get, um, you know, the the real estate market has changed you know, pretty much forever. The last couple of years, it's become harder and harder to uh, get to a transaction. Interest rates being where they are, inventory being low. Um, we wanted to maximize the investment we make in our agents and in our clients' properties so that the brokerage we were at had more tools that would help our clients sell their homes and help our buyers buy homes and, and help us do a better job of serving them. So the tools that they provide to me were something that um, I didn't feel like um, I had in the same concise manner um, that um, that that LPT has. And I think them being local, they're headquartered in Orlando, was also a difference. A Florida company that has, you know, kind of a same, you know, value set that, that I believe in. Uh, and then last but not least, the entrepreneur behind it. If you've heard Robert Palmer, RP Funding, you've probably heard the commercials for years. Whether you love the commercials or not. Um, you know, you you've heard them and and you recognize him, and and so he's a marketing based entrepreneur that I can learn from, um, that I can you know kind of leverage and and get ideas from, and then grow my business, um, you know, alongside that. So so yeah, really exciting times for me, and and super excited for our team to uh, to join LPT Realty. Um, I know there's some other shows on this station that also uh, have agents that are there, and I think it's a a company that is going to grow pretty massively with the model and the structure that they have in a really, really changing um, real estate uh, environment. And I think the other thing for me was, um, you know, the the entrepreneur behind it being a marketing and lead generation guy. So for the real estate business, um, a lot of the CEOs of some of these larger real estate companies are so um, layered and have so many handlers and kind of so out of the trenches of the business when, when it comes to advertising and, and not actually really the people making the decisions. They're, they're so layered out of the business that they don't even really know what's going on anymore. And and so um, he is not that, which, which I really like. He's very much involved and very available for his top people. And I think um, the, the advice and guidance that he has and the, the media that he buys, he can see what's working and what's not working to be able to help people like me in a local market make the right you know, advertising and lead generation um, you know, decisions. Whereas, so I think he thinks a lot like me. I think he thinks a lot like real estate agents, whereas the, you know, the CEOs and founders of, of other competing companies, I think, are uh, more academics. They're, they're, they're definitely not in the trenches, entrepreneurs. They're, they're more of an academic, analytical type personalities. And so I'm excited about being partnered with a company that has 
a marketing guy at, at the head of it because that's uh, what I am, you know, every day. So, so again, super excited about LPT Realty. If you want to see my video or see me talk about it a little bit more, make sure to follow us on our socials. I, I we put a video out on YouTube on my personal Facebook. Um, I think it's even in the story of my personal Instagram, which is the Andrew Duncan. Um, so all that is out there where I talk about it and go in depth. And we're going to continue talking about it. If you're a real estate agent that is thinking about LPT Realty or thinking about my real estate team. We now have a couple different options for people. We can say, hey, look, if you want to uh, learn from us, uh, you know, because LPT has a very, uh, you know, culture that's very, um, you know, tight where everyone wants to learn from everyone. Um, you know, we can certainly present you options where LPT Realty is right for you or certainly uh, being on our team uh, within LPT Realty. So we're excited about that. And if you're interested in that, you can shoot me a DM on any of the socials. You can call our office at 813-359-8990. We are growing. We've we've seen a you know massive surge of, of listings pretty recently just with some of the advertising tweaks that we've done and inventory being as low as it is. Um, you know, listings are kind of the name of the game. And I, I think that's one other reason uh, why LPT made sense for me is because it's very listing based. I mean, even the name of the company, everyone sees listing, listing, you know, LPT Realty, and they don't know what it stands for. It actually stands for Listing Power Tools, which is uh, kind of enabling real estate agents to go out and get more listings, but also help those agents sell those listings for those clients. So they're providing tools for real estate agents that list homes to do an even better job listing the property um, for the seller uh, and obviously generate more listings. So when you're a real estate agent and you have a company whose name in and of itself says, I want to help you get more listings, that that was definitely the uh, the place for me because in the real estate business, when you own the listings, you you know, you know you can own the market. And, and that's definitely what I wanted to be a part of. So, so super excited about it. And uh, again, you can find our video, uh, the video where I talk about it on all of our social channels, and uh, you can you can inquire. And if you're an agent interested, obviously you can send us a DM. But we are continuing our career night. So if you're someone thinking about real estate sales, or you're someone that's at another company that um, is cutting back and not succeeding and doesn't have a database or the marketing reach that we do, um, you can go to jointheduo.com. Again, that is jointheduo.com. You can register for our career night there. You can apply for any of our open positions. You can learn about you know what we do that's different in the career night. It's very informal. Our career night's done via Zoom, so you're not getting these pressure. You know, you're not you're not under some weird pressure environment where you have to meet with somebody or you have to have a phone call. If you just want to learn about what we're doing differently informally, um, again, you can do that at jointheduo.com. And if you're ready to join, you can apply for one of our open positions on the same website. If you scroll down to the bottom of jointheduo.com, you can click on um, available real estate uh, positions. And if you know someone, if you if you know someone that's struggling in real estate, I want to help them. You know, the reality is the really tough real estate market. The real estate community has been, uh, you know, decimated with a decrease in the amount of agents uh, in the market. And uh, a lot of them are having to go back and get jobs and, and leave the industry and go do other things. So uh, I would certainly love the opportunity to speak to some of those agents because I think we can keep a lot of them active and productive and in the business versus them getting out of the business because the uh, number of transactions has dropped so much. So again, you can do all that and more at jointheduo.com. I want to talk next about selling your home. After the break, if you're thinking about selling your home, there's one provision from people that have turned their homes into rentals. If you had turned a home into a rental, if you've Airbnb'd it, 
If you sign someone up for a rental, I want to talk to to you about something after the break where you might be losing a lot of money um, in taxes that you don't know about or you forget about. I talked to two different people this week that had no knowledge of this, and I want to make this clear. Uh, so, so if you want to save money on taxes and you own real estate that you don't live in anymore, um, stay tuned, and I'll talk about that after a quick break here on the Duncan Duo Show. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. I teased this during my last segment where I announced our um, taking our team to uh, taking our talents to LPT Realty, uh, channeling my inner LeBron James there. Uh, took our talents to LPT Realty with the Duncan Duo team. Super excited about it. But I teased the uh, the concept about saving on taxes when you own real estate that you don't live in anymore. So I have I have many times over the years as I've moved up and moved into new houses, turned the prior home into a rental. Um, so you rent it for a little while, you move out, you rent it for a little while, and then you know you sell it, or or you don't, or you just keep it as a long term rental. The last couple of years, it's it's been a really common thing because people had really low interest rates. They knew what they could rent the property for, and they thought to themselves, "Hey, why should I sell my house when I have a two point eight percent interest rate? Why should I do that? Why don't I just rent it?" Um, instead, and then go buy another one, if, of course, I'm able to qualify and do that. So what I want to tell you is time can work against you, and you can lose track of time. And I don't want you to make mistakes that I made early in my career uh, when I would buy and transition to a new house, because there is a tax law on the books now that is still the case. Okay, it, It's been contested, and people have tried to, to, to eliminate it, um, but but it's still the case. It doesn't apply to, you know, if you're really high net worth, there's some, you know, parameters in here that, that it, you know, always speak to your accountant about tax advice. I'm, I'm not a CPA, but the general rule of thumb is that if you own a property and it was your primary residence two out of the last five years, if you were a single person, you can avoid up to $250,000 of your gain in paying capital ta- capital gain taxes on that. If you're married, up to $500,000, okay? So if you owned a property two out of the last five years as your primary residence, if you turn it into a rental and you sell it before the three years is up, okay, where you've still lived in it two out of the last five, you can avoid in the majority of circumstances, you can avoid paying capital gains taxes. There are a lot of people that forget about it. They let time slip. They let time go away. Now they've rented the house two years. They're about to extend for a third. They forget. And in reality, if they hold, continue holding on to that home, will the appreciation rate gain faster than the amount that they would save in capital gains? And it's, it's debatable. So if you've owned real estate and you need to sell it quickly, um, because you don't want to hit that 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 date, definitely reach out to us. Hit us up at dunkaduo.com. Tell your specific situation to our listing agent. They can deploy a cash offer to you. They can they can get it on the market quickly. Work with your tenant to show the property. Um, but 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 there are a lot of people out there that turned their home into rentals a couple years ago, and they're going to forget and they're going to miss out on the opportunity to be able to take the profits from the sale of that home and not pay tax on it because they they forget and then they go too long and then they don't have enough time. So if you had a home that you've rented for a couple of years, uh, I'm I'm talking to you that the, the it is it is a huge amount of money that you could save in taxes and then you can certainly take that gain tax free. Maybe go buy another property or do something else or kick the can down the road with taxes because you you definitely don't. Um, 
want to miss that. The, again, there are people out there that have rented their house for a couple of years after they lived in it and they moved into another house. Though That's who I'm talking to. So again, if you have rented your house for a couple of years after li- living in it as a primary residence, the rule of thumb is two out of the last five years, you need to have occupied the home as a primary residence in order to avoid paying up to 250,000 capital gains on up to $250,000 as a single person and up to $500,000 as a married couple. So again, um, please reach out to us. I don't want that to happen to people. I talked to someone this week that's probably not going to be able to make it happen because they waited till it was too late. Um, and and again, the the offer they can get in like a quick cash offer situation, um, you know, pr- because of the price point of the home probably makes it, you know, counterproductive for them to do. And they, they may just end up keeping it as a rental. But at the end, another year or two down the line, they're going to have to pay taxes on some of that gain and 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 it's going to offset whatever appreciation could happen. So it's it's definitely something you need to analyze and you need to talk to an agent about. So um again, the the Airbnb crowd, the people that turn their houses into rental crowd, make sure you're paying attention to that. Uh it's definitely something that I wouldn't want people to miss out on knowing that they have that option. Uh and if you want to know if you have that option, just hit us up at dunkinduo.com, pop in your address, we'll reach out, we'll do a a consultation with you. We'll look at the dates. We'll talk to you. Make sure you tell your agent what you're looking to accomplish and, and kind of why you're calling. And you heard me talk about this on the radio. And we can make sure to do an evaluation, see if it makes sense for you. So again, you can do that at DuncanDuo.com. So it's a wild real estate market with really high interest rates. But I want to talk about the stats next. What is going on with Tampa home values? What is going on with the Tampa real estate market? Because I think it's really surprising. Uh, I see people on social media that don't really look at the data, that don't really look at the numbers saying, oh, this is happening or that's happening um, because they talked to somebody at Starbucks or um, they saw something on the news talk about national real estate or what's going on in New York. I want to talk about what's going on in Tampa real estate, what's going on with home values after a quick break uh, here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. In the first segment, I talked about the move of my company to LPT Realty about 14 after 14 years with another broker. just being excited about the, the model, the marketing mindset of the entrepreneur behind it, um, the tools for my agents, and just the growth trajectory of a company that is uh, appearing to grow pretty massively with a plan to grow nationally. Uh, and I obviously want to be a part of that on a big scale. So I'm, I'm super excited about the opportunity. Um, but, but realistically, our team will continue to operate as it has been. Um, you know, we, we will continue to sell, sell, you know, home, a lot of homes. We'll continue to serve our clients at a high level, do a lot of advertising and, uh, be a great place for real estate agents. But now we have a new partner alongside of us to help us grow and serve our clients at a, at a, at a high level in a really new and different, uh, economic environment. So, um, I, last break I talked in about uh, people that need to sell their home to avoid paying capital gains if they've been a been a, you know primary resident owner occupied it for two out of the last five years. Then I want to make sure that um, you know people have the knowledge to know that if they turn their house into a rental um, and moved out of it. Um, that they should really look at selling it to avoid paying capital gains before they've been out of it more than three years. So again, two out of the last five years. So um, you, you, we'll, we'll put some information about that up on our social to make sure we're continuing the conversation on that. Um, and if you have questions about that, just shoot us a message or, or go to DuncanDuo.com. So the Tampa real estate stats for August came out 
um, about a week ago. They typically come out about the middle of the following month. So August stats came out, and I want to talk about this because I think it um, kind of debunks what some people are saying about real estate or what you might hear on the national news. So if you're watching the national news, they're talking about real estate from a standpoint of how it blends nationally. And what really matters is what is happening in real estate in Tampa Bay. So if what's happening in New York or California or Michigan or Chicago or Wyoming or Montana, um, when when you hear it on the national news, they're blending that data across all these markets to tell you, hey, here's what's happening to home values. But the reality is, is that would be like saying the high temperature in the U.S. today is 72 degrees. We know that's not the case. It's not 72 everywhere. So don't let what you might see on the national news uh, deceive you to make a bad real estate decision when that isn't necessarily the case of what is going on in Florida and then specifically in Tampa and then even more specifically your actual home. If you want to know what's going on with your home and its values, go to DuncanDuo.com, get a free home value report, and we send you a monthly report with graphics, with comps. Um, we can actually adjust your value so you be and can be a concierge for you to keep you updated on what's going on with the market. Um, we've got a really cool tool that we deployed that, that I believe is better than Zillow, better than some of the other automated evaluation programs that let you see the data and how they came up with that information so that it can be adjusted when when sometimes some of those companies, oftentimes, they're wrong. So again, DuncanDuo.com if you just want your home value, but and you want to know what's going on in your neighborhood. If you want to know what's going on in Tampa, I got it for you right here. The number of monthly sales in August compared to last August, okay? It was up about 4%. So we we saw 4% higher sales this August than we did last August. And that is despite drastically higher interest rates and a more challenging economic environment, the Florida real estate market keeps kicking. People say, "Well, why is that?" More people move here, more people that have money moving here, more people that are looking to relocate from more expensive states or going to a state that has um, you know, no income taxes and certainly people moving here for political motivations or just a belief that um, it aligns more with what they want for their life and their family. So we've heard that time and again, I'm not you know, making a statement about whether that's right or wrong, but but we've heard it time and again, people saying that they left where they were because they didn't like how COVID was handled or they didn't like uh, you know, how this certain particular thing was handled. So again, 4% up in the total number of sales. The uh, inventory of homes for sale. Now, keep in mind, when you hear people fear monger about, oh, the real estate market's going to crash, we have all these problems, we have this, we have that, the number of homes on the market needs to grow before prices soften. When the number of homes on the market is low, okay, and you have low supply of homes, and you have a higher number of buyers than you have supply of homes, prices stabilize, they stay the same, or they go up. In order for prices to drop dramatically in Tampa, even with rising interest rates, even with rising insurance, even with rising taxes, in order for home values to drop, you need to see inventory rise, and it just simply isn't rising. If you look, uh, in fact, it's stabilized. The last several months, we've seen the number of homes on the market stay around in the same you know, 5% buffer. Um, of the number of homes coming on the market, the month supply of inventory has actually gone down, uh, not up. So uh, the uh, earlier in the year we were at three point, you know, two, three point five. 
Now, the last few months, it's been 2 to 2.2 months supply of inventory. So that is record low inventory. That is bidding war territory still happening on real estate despite interest rates. Now, here's the other side of it. 40% of the sales in the market are cash. So they don't even care about interest rates. They're they're buying it because they have cash, because they've done well, because they've they've got enough money set aside, or because they don't want to pay 8% interest rates and they'd rather use their cash to avoid paying an 8% interest rate because to them, it feels like they're making 8% on their cash, uh, which is a, a decent return for people. So the people that do have cash continue to keep buying, and that continues to drive our real estate market because we have enough cash out there to keep uh, buying real estate. Now, let's talk about values. Um, the average sale price in Tampa went from 461000 last month to 469000 this month. Now, that's a not quite a 2%, just a little less than a 2% gain in the average sale price. That is appreciation, folks. That is not dropping prices. And if you look at the trend this year, early this year, it was 430, 427, 439, 450, 460, now 469. So we're seeing values. We're seeing appreciation in our market this year. The only time that we've really seen depreciation, we saw prices start to drop after um, you know, May and June of last year was peak, and then they came down, and then since then, uh, and and then early in this year, and then since then they've been rising. Early in the year, seasonally, the lowest average sale price historically in our market uh, are in the you know in the slower seasonal months in January, December, November, and then typically prices rise after that. And that's the same thing we've seen this year. So we are a little off from peak last year. We we hit uh, 473 and 481 in two months last year, and we're at 469 now. But um, we're back up on an upswing instead of a downswing. So um, with even with record low, uh, or excuse me, record high interest rates, um, the, you know our market continues to perform very very well compared to others across the country. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see our average sale price. Um, you know, it, it's going to get to 500. Uh, by next year, by early next year, uh, is my suspicion. Just based on some of the appreciation rates, it's going to be knocking on the door of five hundred thousand before too long. So, and if you look historically, I mean, when we go back to uh, let's just use two thousand nineteen as an example, the average sale price uh, this time in two thousand nineteen was two hundred seventy five thousand. Uh, homeowners in Tampa Bay in four years have gained two hundred thousand dollars in equity. Now, I want you to to keep that in mind for someone that's thinking about sitting on the fence because they're waiting for the market to crash. It just none of the data points to that happening anytime soon in Tampa Bay. Now, does that mean it won't crash or cause problems or see major value drops in other parts of the country? Maybe. But I also think some of this is certainly due to um the the federal government's policies on foreclosures. They're they're now making um, they're allowing people to stay longer. They're avoiding foreclosure. They're doing, um, you know, a lot of creative workouts. So they knew that if they if they had too many foreclosures like they did before, that it would crash the market and crash the economy. I think they made steps, uh, whether you agree with them or not. I think they took steps to prevent that from happening and have kind of put a bubble around residential real estate. Um, you know, with people getting forbearances, people being able to stay when they go behind. Um, because those homes still have equity and values are rising, the banks don't view it as much of a risk to say, yeah, we're going to let you, you know, not pay your mortgage or give you a period of time to catch up because to them, because prices are rising still, 
uh, it doesn't make them fearful that they need to just rush to foreclosure. They're letting people work their work stuff out a little longer or try and encouraging the people to sell so that the home never hits foreclosure because foreclosures, unfortunately, decimate values. We know banks just want to turn them into cash. And so when you do see too many foreclosures in the neighborhood, what ends up happening is uh, it just brings the comps down because you get some really low comp because a bank home is not as well-maintained as, as an owner home. And when it's beat up, uh, and 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 everything it sells less, and then you know the bank sells it aggressively because they want to move it. It sells less, and then of course, um, it brings values down in the neighborhood. So the government it has put steps in place to avoid homes uh, going into foreclosure. So we just don't see foreclosures very often. We don't see a lot of short sales. Those are all signs that if we start to see inventory creep up, we start to see more foreclosures and short sales. Um, if we start to see more of that, then of course you could start to predict that, okay, here it might be coming, but none of the data points to that. One other thing is the average home is selling, uh, it's 46 days on market for the average. It's not my team's average. We're better than that, but but the market average is 46. Uh, homes are selling at list to sell price ratio of 98%. Look, I've been doing this almost 20 years when the market was in the worst spot that it's been in. Um, the homes were selling much further off of asking price, five and six points off of asking price. When that starts happening again, that's the other, you know, that, w- that we've arrived at that point. Um, because at that point, the sellers uh, are, are not in a leveraged position like they are today. So homes still selling a couple percentage points off of asking price. Now, it's not the it's not the 101, 102% of a year or two ago, but it's still very healthy. It's still a seller's market. And there's a, a lot of cash out there that, that aren't as impacted by the people that are looking at the interest rate. So, um, you know, it does make it harder to compete as somebody getting a mortgage when there is that much cash out there. Um, you know, we certainly have tactics that we can use to, um, you know, hopefully apply certain sellers to their emotional side of things when we're representing a buyer to try and win in a, in a bidding war situation. Um, there is a lot of cash, though, so that is helping stabilize the market uh, as well. So, again, you're listening to the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. If you're thinking about making a real estate change, if you're an agent, you're thinking about, uh, hey, look, I saw the Duncan Duo team went to LPT Realty. Maybe maybe I should look at LPT Realty. Go to dunk, go to jointheduo.com, register for our career night. We're going we're gonna to talk in our career night about the differences between our team and then the option for a lot of people that might listen just to be an individual agent and run their own business at LPT Realty. So you can do that at jointheduo.com. Again, that is jointheduo.com. We'll be back wrapping up with our last segment after a quick break here on the Duncan Duo Show. So back here on the Duncan Duo Show talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. Uh, when we aren't on air, make sure to follow us on all of our socials at the Duncan Duo. Uh, I've got our announcement, our video announcement up on all of our socials about why we took our team to LPT Realty after 14 years with a with a different company. Um, the Duncan Duo team will keep operating exactly as it has. We just got some new tools and a new alignment to help us serve more clients and more and and provide our agents more tools. So we're really excited about it. And um, you know, when we aren't on air at the Duncan Duo Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook. Follow us. We're always putting out relevant real estate uh, news and information. So um, I want to talk to people about flood insurance. Now, I know there were a lot of people in South Tampa and Port Tampa that got water in their house, okay, and that got water in their house that don't have flood insurance, okay? So if you avoided it this time, you got lucky, 
Uh, there are so many people out there that are not required to have flood insurance. Look, if you're requ- if you're waiting on the government to require you something, you're you're making a bad choice. Okay, I know insurance is higher. I know taxes are higher. I know everything's expensive out there. Okay, I get it. However, I also know that in a lot of instances, a few hundred dollars in flood coverage for people could save them tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars in damage to their house if they simply paid for flood coverage. And there are a lot of people out there that don't have flood coverage, um, even because it's not required by their lender. Okay. So I would tell you here, here's how lenders and flood coverage is determined. It, the majority of the decision about whether or not an area uh, it should have flood insurance is based on the elevation of the land there. That's pretty much it. We know historically. Now, look, I don't know who why FEMA runs the way it does. I don't know why they've come to this. I mean, it would be like making assumptions about, you know, we're going to have all car insurance, you know, be the same based on the type of car, no matter what the driver is. We know historically there are parts of Tampa Bay that flood more than others. And some of those are above base flood. Some of those do not have to have flood insurance. And it's wild. So people make that gamble and then, you know, flooding happens and storms happen. So I I would strongly encourage you that if you own a home and it is anywhere near water, if you're in South Tampa, South Tampa is a peninsula. Okay. If we get a direct hit, everybody's going to be flooded. If you live in South Tampa, if you live close to a body of water, if when it rains, your house has a hard time draining, okay? Those are people that really should look at getting flood insurance. I don't want people to make mistakes where, you know, uh, a couple a couple of Starbucks trips a week could could call, could help them get flood insurance and avoid them having a catastrophic situation and some of the calls that we've got from people who got water in their home in Port Tampa that didn't have flood insurance. Um, you know, the same thing goes for people that have cash. If if you bought your property cash, no one's making you get flood insurance, but is it a safe and smart investment? Absolutely. It definitely is. Um, if, if you don't have flood insurance or even if your house is, you know, raised up off the ground and you don't think you need it, it is a, when it's not required for you, it is much cheaper because again, it's based on the base height of the property, but that doesn't mean that the area isn't more likely to flood historically. If you, if you drove around or saw some of the stuff going on in South Tampa and you see some of the areas that got flooded and water in the street, some of those didn't have to have flood insurance. It's wild. It's not based on the likelihood that an area would flood. It's not based on historically how often an area has flood. It's not based on how many flood claims a particular neighborhood or houses has. It's based on the elevation predominantly. So please make sure that you look into getting flood insurance. Um, you know, some of those factors do factor in, but it, it really does boil down. The majority of the rate is determined based on the height of your property. And as we know, and how the water flows, uh, the height of the property isn't always the predominant thing that determines if an area floods or if water doesn't drain properly. Um, they don't factor any of that in. So, so again, uh, definitely look into flood insurance. I think the storm that we just got was a wake up call for a lot of people. And unfortunately it was a, it was a, you know, it was chaos and tragedy for a lot of people that lost stuff in their home. And, and I don't want that to happen to people for small amounts of money that are relying on the government to tell them whether they should or shouldn't have something. Uh, you should make that call yourself, talk to an agent. Uh, you know, hopefully we've gotten through the most of hurricane season, um, but we may see it again. And, and I just, again, 
want to make sure that people know and think about that. You obviously can't get flood insurance when there's a named storm out there. So don't wait till it's too late. Talk to an insurance agent today. So again, you've been listening to the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. When we aren't on air, make sure to follow us at the Duncan Duo on all of our socials. If you're thinking about joining uh, our real estate team or thinking about a career in real estate, uh, hit up uh, jointheduo.com. Again, hit us up at jointheduo.com and uh, you can apply for an open position on our team or you can register for our monthly career night where we talk about all the possibilities with our team and then with the brokerage of LPT Realty. Again, at jointheduo.com. We'll be back next week with Josh live. Um, you know, talking real estate knowledge. We'll have Josh with us next week from Goodwin Mortgage. Have an awesome rest of your Sunday, Tampa Bay, and thanks for tuning in.